and welcome back to the fifth episode of the This Step Enough podcast. We are looking at Matthew chapter two today, um, going through the visit of the wise men, the flight to Egypt and the return to Nazareth. So uh, thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I am so glad to have you. Um, we're currently working through Matthew's gospel and just doing a Bible study, um, seeing, reading it together and then seeing um, how incredible it is and how we can maybe apply some of the themes to our own lives. Um, I will start by reading Matthew chapter 2 verses 1 to 12. So I'm reading from the ESV version um, but feel free to follow along in whichever version you prefer to read from. So now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king behold wise men from the east came to Jerusalem saying where is he who has been born king of the Jews for we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him and assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him in Bethlehem of Judea for so it is written by the prophet and you O Bethlehem in the land of Judah are by no means least among the rulers of Judah for from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared and he sent them to Bethlehem saying go and search diligently for the child and when you have found him bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king they went on their way and behold the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. All right, so there's a lot here already. Um, this is the story of the three wise men. Although, does it say there was three? No, it doesn't even say there was three. Um, there's I think quite a few misconceptions that we have about the wise men just because of Christmas traditions so I don't think it actually mentions that there's three of them they also probably weren't at the stable they didn't really arrive the night of Jesus's birth and it says there in verse 11 that they came to the house so probably Mary and Joseph were staying with family at this stage or even in a rented house and that's where they met them um so they weren't there at the stable scene that we all have sitting on our living room windowsills um but yeah this is really interesting so let's go through it slowly um the wise men came from the east and they went to the palace first they went to Herod um asking him where is this king of the Jews um, and it's just interesting that obviously in their minds how it worked was this child that is born is going to be the king of the Jews so he must have been born and raised in a palace uh, it just kind of reinforces what we were talking about last time about 
this expectation of the Messiah, the expectation of an earthly king who would rule in the way that we understand kings to be ruling and uh, in a way that we understand power and authority to be. So they went to him, to Herod, um, because they were sure that he would know. And they say, it says, verse two, it says, he who has been born king of the Jews. So that's just an interesting kind of grammar point there that it says he was born with kingly status. It's not that that was later conferred on him. Jesus was born king of the Jews. And they saw his star rise and they came to worship him. Um, I just find it so incredible that these wise men, it doesn't tell us which country they came from, um, but it was obviously quite a long way away. And they were not Jews themselves, they were Gentiles, and they come to worship Jesus. So this is just the first instance of Gentiles coming to worship Jesus. And it's so exciting, like what <laughs> what an incredible first go, you know, these are people who have trekked for ages. They're, you know, obviously very wealthy and important, and they are coming to worship him, even though they not are not themselves Jews and then again so we were saying that Matthew is writing for a Jewish audience so he often does refer to Old Testament prophecies uh, which the Jews would have known so he again refers to the Old Testament to a verse from Micah chapter 5 verse 2 and he says and you O Bethlehem in the land of Judah are by no means least among the rulers of Judah for from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel and this would have been a, a verse that the Jews would have known and again Matthew is just pointing out that this verse is pointing towards Jesus and then Herod brings the wise men to him and he says go and tell me where he is so that I also can worship him and he obviously does not mean that um, but the wise men go and they find Jesus and they fall down and worship him. Um, Charles Spurgeon has this quote he says those who look for Jesus will see him, those who truly see him will worship him and those who worship him will conse consecrate their substance to him. Again, it's just this amazing foreshadowing of Gentiles coming and worshipping Jesus, falling at his feet in worship. Um, when we look for Jesus, we will see him. And when we really see him, we will worship him. And when we worship him, we will give ourselves to him. Um, Mayer writes a note which I had never kind of considered or thought of but these gifts that the wise men had given to Jesus gold and frankincense and myrrh he says how useful this gold was to Joseph in the following months it helped him to defray the cost of the journey into Egypt and back and to maintain his precious charges there the heavenly father knew what these needs would be and met them by anticipation um we're going to come to this flight to Egypt in a second but I suppose I had never really considered what Joseph and Mary would have done with these gifts that the wise men brought and it's just another incredible example of God's provision for his people um, ahead of them knowing that they needed it. So let's re read from verses 13 
2.18. It says, Now when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise, take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt and remain there until I tell you. For Joseph, for Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. And he rose and took the child and his mother by night and departed to Egypt and remained there until the death of Herod. This was to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet, Out of Egypt I called my son. Then Herod, when he saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, became furious and he sent and killed all the male children in Bethlehem and in all that region who were two years old or under, according to the time that he had ascertained from the wise men. This was fulfilled. This then was fulfilled what was spoken by the prophet Jeremiah. A voice was heard in Ramah, weeping in loud lamentation, Rachel weeping for her children. She refused to be comforted because they are no more. So this is a fairly awful um, history that we are presented with. So Herod um, is threatened by this child who will be king of the Jews. And um, God warns Joseph to go and to flee to Egypt um, because Herod is going to search for the child to destroy him. Again, I'm astounded by the immediate obedience from Joseph. We saw that last time as well, where he woke from um, his dream and he did what God told him to do. And here again, he wakes up and he takes Jesus and he takes Mary and he brings them to Egypt. And as we said, he had those gifts as well, which um, were surely a massive help for them in that time. And I just think as well how um, how terrifying it must have been for Joseph and Mary. You know, they were such faithful servants of the Lord to be going through all of this and just constantly having to trust him. You know, this is the Messiah that they have been entrusted to care for him. And already he is facing this persecution and they have to care for him and they are the ones who must flee and take their, this like blessed child with them. And it just really speaks to their faith and to their obedience to the Lord. And Herod kills all the baby boys in Bethlehem. And again, there's this reference to an Old Testament prophecy and Matthew brings that in this weeping and loud lamentation for all these baby boys that had been killed. And finally, let's read from verses 19 to 23. But when Herod died, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Rise, take the child and his mother and go to the land of Israel, for those who sought the child's life are dead. And he rose and took the child and his mother and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning over Judea in place of his father Herod. He was afraid to go there and being warned in a dream, he withdrew to the district of Galilee and he went and lived in a city called Nazareth so that what was spoken by the prophets might be fulfilled, that he would be called a Nazarene. So a few things here. Again, we see Joseph's obedience and yielding to God's guidance. He again has this dream where he is commanded to go now and again he listens um and it says he went back to Israel but he was afraid to 
go to Judea. And Bruce writes, Scans, taking a hint from Augustine, suggests that Joseph wished to settle in Jerusalem, deeming that city the most suitable home for the Messiah, but that God judged the despised Galilee a better training school for this future saviour of publicans, sinners and pagans. Um, I suppose that's quite exciting again that you know Jesus wasn't raised in Jerusalem in a palace he was raised in this like back country kind of place where he wasn't any better than other people or he wasn't kind of given more schooling or any of this and you know he has come for every single one of us and he can relate to us all Um, And I just find it so, such a kind of like upside down kingdom um, idea that God decided, no, I don't want to have you in Jerusalem. I want to have you in this tiny little place of no real significance because you are for all my people and that's where you can best serve me. And then finally, I just think it's, interesting to note they went back to Nazareth so in Luke's gospel we know that Mary and Joseph had originally come from Nazareth um and again I think it just speaks so much to their character and faith in God because they obviously left Nazareth um with some amount of scandal or you know shame because Mary was pregnant but they weren't properly married yet um so to go back there takes an enormous amount of courage I think you know it was a very small town so people would have known them um and you know now they've got the messiah to raise and still they're just kind of going back to their normal old place um and I suppose it's maybe just an encouragement to us all to kind of God uses us where he places us you know it's not you don't have to be living in a big city to make a big difference and you don't have to have a massive platform to make a big difference and you don't have to kind of I don't know be earning millions to make a big difference to people God uses us where he places us and if we just open ourselves to what he is calling us to do he can work miraculous amazing things right in the situation where we are with the amount of money that we are with the size of house that we are in he can use us uh, for his glory regardless of our circumstances. So that is Matthew chapter 2. This was um, much faster than the last one. Um, But yeah, it's just really encouraging. The wise men coming, they are Gentiles worshipping Jesus. And then Joseph's obedience to God and God's guidance throughout it all. Um, And again, just this amazing... um, proof that God had a plan and that God was working through history to bring Jesus the Messiah to his people. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a lovely rest of your day and I will see you again very soon. Bye-bye. <music>